Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello, everybody, and welcome to We Say Things, episode 10. My name is Suns Fan, joined by Sindarin. Of course, this, not only this episode, but this entire show, Sindarin, is sponsored by our the great Noble Chairs. Thank you again for that. How are you? I'm good. And now it's very different because it's later for me, so I didn't really wake up for this. Look at how bright it is in my room. Can you believe this? <laughs> it looks a bit darker for me, right? I don't yeah, know if just you've been paying slightly. much attention, but you it's, look very it's 9 o'clock in the evening. So. Yeah, I look emo? Good. Yeah, very emo. You know, you're Thank in you. black and it's darker. and Oh, I see. Very okay. nice. Anyway, um, yeah, we're on a new schedule. Just kind of testing the waters. Uh, this one is definitely more difficult for me, Cinderin, since I have to wake up. But it was my idea. So uh, we'll, yeah. we'll see how it goes long term. Uh before we get started, uh, of course, you can find the show on all the, the audio uh, podcast apps out there, Apple, Google, Spotify, all the good stuff. Um, and I'm going to get to a rant here in a second. But first, we're going to read a couple reviews. So here's the thing we're going to change up, guys. <laughs> we got like 20 <laughs> reviews since the last time, and we're not going to read all that. Uh, we love you. Uh, I'll probably We'll probably just read your names real quick. But every week, we'll pick our favorite comments i suppose favorite or random that's true mine are my favorite and cinderin's are just random because he hasn't even read them yet so this is going to be a new experience for him i've read some okay would you like to go first or would you like me i think you should go first because one of them is really good and then we can build off that one okay so the first i'm going to do three since they're super fast uh we got a five-star review by Snow94 called Great Podcast. It says, I can't stand them reading reviews and basically giving each other hand jobs every start of the podcast. Thank you for the five stars, friend. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate that. Uh, which I want to talk about that a little bit because a couple people have actually said the same thing. They don't like this process of us doing that. And I never really thought about it, but I mean, at the end of the day, it's. I feel like it's interactive with the fans. I don't know. I, I kind of like I th- it. I just think I personally think it's fun. It's not to toot our own horn. Like I, I, I mean, if, I'm if tooting there my were no own reviews, horn. If there were no good reviews or no reviews, it wouldn't like I wouldn't be right. very sad. Or I'm not like super proud. It's just it's great to hear that you guys like it. You know, it's just encouraging. That's all it is. All right. The next. Just kidding. I'm rubbing one off right now. <laughs> The right, next on. one is from M. Cavone. Another five star review. One step forward, two steps back. Suns fan was beginning to convince me that he was an upstanding citizen and a positive force in the Dota community. Then he got comfortable. Now I, oh, I need to scroll real quick. Now I know for confidence he screams whores at high school girls while hanging brain. I was audibly gagging while listening to this. Keep it up. Thank you. That was a really M- good funny. That was a really funny story though. That was Thank great. you, M. Cavone. And last but not least, from my side is from Casworth, who says. The, the title is Filth, and he says, I caught my grandson listening to this filth. Apple should remove this from my grandson's phone. If I could give zero stars, I would. Thank you for the five-star review. <laughs> <laughs> and your right, turn, I'll do, I'll, do, I'll do two more. Uh, I got one from Derek O. Another one 
titled mm-hmm. Good, five stars. Here's your review, Suns fan. Get off my back. Thank you very much, Derek. I, I, very good. I, I just agree. I'm off your back. And finally, to top off the good, we have one called from Cedar King Taken. Very good. Also five stars. Simple, thoughtful, and very good. Oh, there you go. That's basically That's what how you I would chose? describe myself. That would how I would describe myself in four words. Dude, we can't do this forever, okay? You took some like semi-long ones. I'll take some fast ones so we can get on. Why we're super fast? Right? Okay, whatever. That's fine. Anyway, thanks yeah, to the other people really that uh, I don't know if I want to do this every time. We're gonna do this one time, maybe. Dvodov, gray camel polo casual Dota fan. I don't want to do this every time. Destroyer twenty twenty two something something. Thd France. Um, yeah, I'm not continuing to read that. All right, so my rant of the week, Cinderin. Okay, uh, is related to the reviews actually. So somebody informed me in my chat that apparently, this is not a true Apple rant, by the way. This is just the Apple podcast rant. Uh, The Apple podcast review system sucks absolute ass. Okay, let's forget about the fact that, for whatever reason, other podcasts don't have review sections at all, which is weird. But if you're going to have a review section... Now, did you know this, Cinderin? Apparently, when I I check iTunes, the reviews for our show which I had to download that god-awful program, but that's a whole other thing. But when I look at the reviews, it's only U.S.-based reviews that I can see. If you go check, it's going to be Denmark reviews, apparently. I mean, I've, I've known this the whole time. I just wanted to see how long it would take before you would realize. So. Okay. Well, thank yeah. you. So in order for me to view all reviews, either I have to go through some lengthy, god-awful process, super ghetto, opening like literally hundreds of tabs for each country, Either I do that, which I will never do, or I pay as like a subscription to some service to do that for me, which is also stupid. What kind of god awful system is this, Sindarin? Apple is the worst company this, in existence. Okay, I think this is the softest rant I've heard from you because it doesn't sound like you're angry. You just sound really disappointed. Like it's, it's like, because I just woke possible? up. See, this is the difference between my rants at the end of the day <laughs> and the rants when I just wake up at noon. All right. Does that sound fair to you? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't understand why it needs to be this way. I think it's a really fair complaint. Like, why can't you read comments from everyone? It's a global world. You're making a global product. Why can't you see what global people think? Like, That's right. What, what, the, what the fuck? Like, global. Honestly, it's really stupid. All right, Stupid. so let's... Yeah, we deliver to all countries. That's right. Well, almost. almost. I, don't think, I don't think North Korea gets our podcast. I could be wrong, but... Uh... If you're from North Korea and you're enjoying this podcast, go on an American VPN and leave a five-star review. <laughs> Thank you. That dude. Of course, everybody would just be trolling, so now we don't know if it's real. <laughs> you know, that's the problem. Anyway, uh, going to Dota 2, we have a few topics I want to discuss. Uh, the first two... Uh, we don't have to talk about it for too long, especially this first one. Weha officially on Liquid. We kind of talked about this a lot last week. He's had some yep. uh, showings, and he's done quite well for himself. Windranger is back, yeah. apparently. Well, what have you thought he's about been, this addition? I mean, he's mainly been playing three heroes so far because it's been a limited number of games, right? He's played Windranger, TA, and Meepo, and he's been doing great. Invoker. is really good. Oh, he played Invoker game, too. That's true. I think they lost that one, though. They did. Um but yeah, they, they're currently in the top three of the major, which is a great result already with a new player mm-hmm. like that. I think they're very satisfied. Uh, their games have been looking really solid. Uh, they're playing great Dota. He seems to mesh very well with the team. Uh, play style-wise, he kind of... It, it was kind of what we expected, right? That he would be a good fit. 
I don't know if I would have just called them to go straight through winner bracket to top three, but uh, I'm not too surprised that it looks really good, to be honest. But it's it's good stuff. Yeah, so Definitely I great so far. I mean, we talked about this a lot last week, so we don't really need to go any further. But we both like the addition of Weha to that team, and it's showing already. Although yeah. there is a yeah, there's a honeymoon phase to every addition, right? You never know. Yeah. Uh, but like I said, I'm I'm fully confident personality wise, he's going to fit perfectly. I mean, their team is mostly Middle Eastern at this point, right? Or at least has ties to being Middle Eastern. Like even Kuroki's half Persian. Yeah. Uh, Miracle is Jordanian. What is GH? He is from Lebanon, I think. So he's Lebanese. Uh, mind control is Romanian, and then uh, Weha is half Romanian, half Syrian. So it's mostly Middle Eastern, which is real. Like yep. since I come from the Middle East, obviously, and that that's super fucking cool. Actually, uh, I didn't and really think about that until that, recently. Something that I haven't really seen people talk about is that Weha and Miracle actually played on a team together in the past. I believe really? these two players played together on Balkan Bears Corleone, right? And that was the team they played in before they both got discovered. They, I think Miracle got an opportunity shortly after that, and I think Weha got his too. I could be wrong. Maybe I'm wrong, and Weha actually replaced Miracle on that team. It could be. <laughs> oh, that's but funny. Th- they were definitely both tied. Uh, they have ties to that team, like an origination story. So that's kind of cool uh, that they find their way to, to a shared team now, uh, whether so or not they've played before. Mind Control is Bulgarian, not Romanian. Oh, what, oh you said Romanian? I said no, Romanian. Yeah, okay. I, knew, I knew that. Okay. Weha's half Romanian, though. Yes. Oh, well, however you want to call it. Yeah. Half, I mean, his passport's Romanian. I think he tells everybody he's Romanian. When I saw he was half Syrian, I'm like, dude, I love you. I love Middle Easterners. Anyway, uh, Matu. He, mm-hmm. We talked about how he got kicked. Obviously, Weha was his replacement. He is now joining Chaos. So let me look at their entire roster here. We got uh, Faded, VT Faded. Who I don't know who that is, actually. Maybe you can inform me in a second. Uh, okay, go on. That's their position one. Uh, Matu, position two. Kezu, your your boy at three. Milan at four. And Misery, the captain, at five. So who is, yep. who's faded? So VT faded is an SEA player. Uh, he actually almost made this major. He lost 3-2 in the finals. He was part of the stack of uh, Winter that we talked about. Um, that played 11 games in a day and lost the finals 3-2 in mm-hmm. the major qualifier. And then they lost the finals in the minor qualifier too, I think. Um, so... Really unfortunate, but VT Faded made a name for himself in that, and he's played one DPC event earlier this season as well, I think. Uh, he's just a really stable and solid carry player from the region. He's probably the best talent from SEA that's not currently in a team in his role. Uh, so I think he's uh, he's going to make a good showing if the team dynamic is good, which is always something you got to speculate, right? Like, you put players together from really different region. Um, we don't have many SEA players playing in Europe. The only one I can think of right now is Midwan, who's doing great, obviously, on Secret. Uh, but generally, Europe mixes with NA to make teams, and mm-hmm. SEA makes some ventures into China, is what we've seen with like Mushi and KP from Australia playing with Newbie and this kind of things. So, uh, but yeah, we'll see how it goes for VT Faded. But it it's a throws good name, a wrench in there, right? It makes it a little bit more interesting. Yep, uh, for sure. But in the European division, you're gonna have to update me on the DPC standings. OG has run into some issues. No Tail has been sick for several days now, so obviously yeah. we wish him well. Uh, we the have no word I- was, I have no idea what it is. Do you? Yeah, the, the word issues? was that he got some pretty bad food poisoning. Um, people are joking that the food poisoning was intended for Seb, obviously with the Russian mm. <laughs> drama, <laughs> which is, a, you know, I don't wanna, is it too soon? Is it a good okay, joke? Whatever. I don't want to uh, start a conspiracy theory here, Cinderin, but uh-huh. I will say this, again, I'm not making the direct connection. I'm just saying it, it is possible 
what you're saying is actually true because in sports, I know like for basketball, since that's the thing I follow the most, there have been many cases where like, especially in the playoffs where the visiting team has to be very careful what they eat because you will be uh-huh. like poisoned to agree that like one, one year in the deep in the playoffs, our coach was literally vomiting the entire game. He came to the game and still coach, but he was puking the whole fucking time. So that is a thing. That's insane. That's actually, it is. It's just fucking insane. But basketball like, is on oh, another level, right? They take it I mean, more this, seriously. This thing was just so. a joke. Like I, I personally don't think. Right. I mean, you never know, right? Like you never know. It could be, but I, I feel like the thing with Seb and the CIS scene was actually resolved pretty well. Like he did a really good job at trying to, you know, make amends and uh, make it very clear that it was a hundred percent a mistake on his part. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, you never know. But anyway. Um, yeah, so the state with OG, uh, we have a bit of an update on that since uh, you wrote the sheet earlier because OG actually just played against EG uh, a couple of hours ago best in of the one, lower right? bracket, best of one, and OG won with their mm-hmm. coach as stand-in. So they're still in the running. And at this point, uh, the changes that we have in the DPC standings is TNC Predator is guaranteed TI now because they mm-hmm. have managed to reach a guaranteed top six. Uh, I believe they're currently in a game three to make top three, actually, against Vichy Gaming, which would be a very good result for them. Very impressive. Uh, would be the first SEA top three this year, I think, apart from Fnatic's third place in Dream League. Um, so where does that put OG? That, OG are currently in 11th out of 12th. And the 12th team is way below them in points, which is Ehome, who are not even at the major. And mm-hmm. above them is Keen Gaming. So... OG and Keen, unless there's like a really specific set of circumstances that happen, they are like 90% safe, 95. Because what needs to happen is Alliance, Gambit, and Forward, uh, three of these teams, or Alliance, Gambit, Forward, Royal Never Give Up. These four teams, of which Alliance face uh, Royal Never Give Up in their next match, two out of these four teams need to make, I think, top six, while mm. OG lose their next match. Right. That's so what we're unlikely. talking yeah, it's okay. extremely unlikely. It's possible they're not locked in, uh, but the circumstances are like very, very, very unlikely. So gotcha. they should be. Okay. Uh, right, yeah, so... that's that's the story about that. Uh, the teams that have the best chance right now, where it seems likely, I think Ehome will not get directly through. They are in the twelfth slot, and the difference is if just one of Alliance, Gambit, Forward, or Royal never give up, make top eight, mm-hmm. Ehome is actually knocked down, which I think is oh, not true. Uh, if if it's specifically Royal Never Give Up that makes top eight and they don't make more than top eight, Ehome are twelfth. That's the only way. If Alliance wins against RNG, Ehome are out. If Gambit gets top eight, Ehome are out. If Forward get top eight, Ehome are out. I think that's what we're talking about. So it's like, mm-hmm. or am I pulling this out of my? Ass? It, this Let's is see. this is one of those things where there's so many different scenarios and variables that there's almost no okay, point in Forward needs top six. Forward needs top six, sure. as far as I'll, I can see here. I'll trust your math, bro. But How about Gambit that? and Alliance need top eight. All right, there you go. It's a How lot about of we wait, ifs wait a few days, and then it's all clear at that point, yeah. huh? instead of speculation. But it does yeah, make why it more even fun. Talk about who's gonna, wait, why talk about who's going to get drafted? You know, let's just wait and see who they pick, and then afterwards we can talk about who they picked, right? Like, who cares? Like, well, so but you're, you're trying to calculate it live. That's my point. If you had done the math beforehand, then I would have no problem having this uh, conversation. Oh, fair enough. I mean, I, I kind of did. I just made one mistake, but it's fine. Yeah. We're good. Horrible mistake. Okay. All right. So moving on, uh, did you want to mm-hmm. talk any, anything else about Epicenter for now? Or obviously we're still in the uh, midst well, of it. I think so. the biggest story overall in Epicenter so far is Liquid are top three and TNC uh, locking in. Those are the two big mm-hmm. stories uh, that we've seen so far. So I think yep. we've got it covered. Okay. 
this tweet came out, if you're watching live, not, I think, a few minutes ago, actually. Cyborg Matt tweeted the following. Haven't seen this mentioned yet, and I'm seeing lots of people asking about roster changes, etc. after Epicenter Major. The DPC teams were informed that, quote, invites to TI and regional qualifiers will be announced one hour after the conclusion of the Epicenter Major. End quote, which means that any team making a roster change after Epicenter will have to go through the open qualifiers, with the only exception being the following quote, Substitutes can be declared after TI qualifiers to account for emergencies subject to approval by Valve. Do you think any team <laughs> that qualifies for TI will make a change the hour after, like before that hour <laughs> in no, which Valve implements things? It. Yeah, me neither. I don't see it. So, yeah. Now, if they did, it they still wouldn't be allowed to go to... They wouldn't get directly invited, right? They'd just change their invite, assume. I mean, if you're one of the 12 teams that is directly invited and you change a player, it's the same rules as always, right? You lose 20%. And then if you're mm. still in the top 12, you're through. But if you are not in top oh, 12 true. after you lose that player, mm. then you have to go open qualities. And if you're a team that's okay. invited to the regional qualifiers... You can choose to kick a player and get a guy for opens. That's true. It, I mean, it could happen, but I just the teams that we're seeing right now at the major, I don't think any of them are going to make last minute changes. I don't think it's feasible to do. Yeah. Like you don't even have time to practice with your new guy. It should literally be because your team is exploding. You know, mm -hmm. like your players just don't want to play with each other or whatever at all. Yeah, that's where we're at. So I don't think okay. it's happening. So that was a nice little tidbit from yep. Cyborg Matt. Uh, and then mm -hmm. the last Dota two subject that I want to discuss is. Uh, was this from a video? A solo saying, quote, solo matchmaking is not real Dota. I feel like he, he said it in passing. It was probably in a video of Epicenter, I want to say. I think it was, it was clipped on Reddit. Uh, so this kind of brought up an interesting discussion. I don't really think that that's, um, like, what's the right word? It's not very, uh, it doesn't feel like it's a very drama-filled statement, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's interesting to talk about, which is why I'm bringing it up. What are your thoughts on that? The idea that, like, the difference between solo matchmaking and playing on a team, because we see a lot of pub stars that never make it competitively. Uh, yep. I just figured this would be an interesting subject to talk about. I've talked about this on my stream in the past, actually, where I, I basically call pubs and competitive Dota. I call it two different games. Uh. So I'm 100% with it. I mean, I, I don't really... I feel like the statement is a bit dramatic. It's not real Dota, you know? Like, it's still real Dota. It's the game, right? But uh, from his perspective, I think what he means with this is that it is not the same quality of gameplay, which is absolutely true, and it's a different type of Dota. Uh, mm -hmm. So basically, a lot of the things that are very different when you play competitively, obviously, the whole team aspect, uh, building personal relations, working together as a team, taking giving criticism... Uh, relying on each other, making calls, uh, developing strategy, all of these aspects are not there in pubs. It's like you play with people in passing, and even if you play with the same players in the next game, you just pick different stuff. You just play, you know, there's not the same like depth at all to it. Mm -hmm. um, part of the reason that a lot of the pub stars, if you will, don't make it competitively, there's, there's a couple of elements. One is, a, one is luck. Like There are a lot of really skilled players, so you need to be the one that gets chosen and gets an opportunity. And even if you do, you could just have bad luck. You could be joining a team that on paper is really good, but they're just going through a bad time. They have internal struggles. You're actually playing fine, but you know it just falls apart. Or um, 
obviously there's also the aspect well because the games are so different it's not everybody who can transfer their skills there are some high skilled pub players that are a lot worse in competitive dota like clearly worse than others for a couple of reasons first of all uh part of what can make a really good pub player is abusing weaker players if you are like reliant in your gameplay on destroying weaker opponents to to win suddenly you get into this competitive environment and you don't get those free five kills every game like the players don't make those mistakes that you're used to right and the other thing is the whole mentality aspect how do you handle pressure a lot of people are not good at playing when something's on the line when it's like a high stakes match for a qualifier or playing on stage or when again when other people are relying on you and you need to deliver for them because in pubs you're like it's like you know win or lose okay you lose mmr but it doesn't feel like you you don't feel guilty right to the same extent if you have a bad game and all of those aspects obviously add up when it comes to to pro dota right and then on top of all of that because everybody plays so much better the way the map gets played and the way people think about the game, there's a totally different structure to competitive Dota. There's way less and way different types of mistakes than in pubs. So not just the guy who fucks up in lane and you kill him or whatever, but it's also understanding where to be on the map at what times, how to play around your teammates. In pubs, it's very sporadic, right? Sometimes it's just like, oh, there's a guy in this lane out of position. Let's just kill him. And then you get Roshan. Mm-hmm. And in pro Dota, it doesn't really happen after a certain level. So... Yeah, that was a bit of a long monologue about it, but those are like no, the main that's points. that's great. I think I obviously agree with everything because we've talked about this just a tad in the past. The coordination is totally different. Like if you're playing in a solo pub, I know that you try to coordinate, but it's still not yeah. on the, nearly the same level. Not Because half the team's probably not even listening anywhere. It doesn't even speak the same language for that matter. Uh, but there are so many different variables that go into it. The, the closest comparison I can make to traditional sports, since I love making these analogies, is with basketball, if you're playing like a uh, pickup game or like a pickup game versus a pub, it's not even remotely close to a competitive setting. If you have like, like there's been a lot of players that are mechanically skilled that just never make it competitively. And if you look at like basketball, for example, you have people that are athletically gifted, like they're more athletically Mm -hmm. gifted than almost everybody, but they never do much in the NBA because they don't have that special factor, whether it is the dedication, the hard work to actually improve your game. They get complacent. They think they're good enough. They have too big of an ego. They don't get along with their teammates. There's so many small things that add up that sometimes you just don't have it. You know, It's just one of those it's things. A team, it's a team game. Basketball is a team game. Just That's like right. Dota. That is right. It's 5v5 and as well, Sindrin. I, Today I learned. True. True. I guess if you... Uh, if you compare uh, if you compare other sports that are one on one like tennis or whatever i guess uh, i guess there's a different aspect to it but there's still overlap like you can be very athletic and gifted in tennis but it's some of the same things apply right how do you play under pressure i mean maybe you're good at playing in your club and you're good at shooting the ball but when you're playing against a player of a certain caliber that is just better than what you're used to are you going to make unforced errors are you going to start doubting yourself are you going to yeah miss shots that you usually hit all of these things it's that's what's so fascinating and awesome about sports and competition in general it's the human aspect right it's always there it doesn't mm-hmm. matter what it is people make mistakes and that's what makes for cool plays and it's what makes for memorable moments the it's mental moments of mistakes and moments of brilliance right so this okay this reminds i mean i hope this isn't too much of a tangent but it's an interesting mm-hmm. story i feel like for basketball um there's a guy named markel fultz he was drafted number one 
Our good friend of mine. Number one two years ago. Okay. The number one pick. Yeah. And he was it a year ago? I can't remember. A year or two ago, whatever it was. He was drafted mm-hmm. number one. He's a point guard. And for some reason, he got this immediate mental block in the NBA where he couldn't physically not shoot anymore. Like this is for video people. Apologies to the if if you're listening on audio, you can just look up Markel Fultz free throws. Like he, you could see his stroke, his shot in college just looked normal. He was a fine shooter. It was good. Mm-hmm. In the NBA, like he gets this weird tick where his hand just goes out and he can't help it. So it's like this, and he. There was all these rumors about whether it's a shoulder injury, it's a mental block, him preventing himself somehow from like whether it's the stress of being number one pick because that's a lot of pressure. Yeah. Uh, it it's a very fascinating story that we've never seen on that level for an NBA player, which is very interesting. Just the mental aspect yep. of any of these games plays a huge factor. Yep. Um, but yeah, and it's he got and traded. It's also, just as a as a like final comment on it, it's also one of the things that I think is very, <clears throat> it's kind of, it's underrated in a community sense. I think both in sports and esports is the importance of, like, just the team player quality that you can bring to the game because obviously what people see on the court most of the time whether it's in dota or in basketball is they see the guy is shooting the ball but a lot happens off court and it makes Mm. a huge difference you can be a good leader you can be a good friend you can be a guy who's good at resolving conflict and those personal skills if you don't have a single player in your team that can do that your teams have a tendency to just fall apart at the first sign of adversity because nobody wants to fix those problems that's why teams need coaches or uh teams need leadership right and the, your coach can do a lot, but I think in any team sport, you need a leader on the field. Um, whether it's somebody who says exactly what everybody needs to do and calls the shots, or if it's somebody who, you know, just keeps the train on the tracks. Um, I mean, that. So that's, I, I, that's I a huge gonna, aspect of these games. The last thing that I'll say is as a fan, from the outside perspective, before I became a team owner, whether it's basketball or Dota, it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. The morale and the culture of the team is so important. And I knew this, right? It's common sense. It's obviously very important. You don't really know until you experience it, though. If somebody doesn't want to be there or is toxic or whatever the case may be, even if they're not, like, actively toxic, you know what I mean? They're just, like, this passive-aggressive type of thing. It can completely ruin the team chemistry. It's such a a fragile entity that I didn't understand the extent of it until... I saw it firsthand. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's, it's very interesting. And this is why teams are starting to get, like, uh, psychiatrists, team psychologists, uh, which, you know, it's great. I think it's really good for the scene. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> that is the end of Dota. So, Dota Underlord, Cinderin. Oh, here I'm not we go again. lie, dude. I have been you, playing... You look, you look at, like, the rundown. You look at the rundown of the sheet, okay? You're like, there's one line, Dota 2, Weeha on Liquid. One line, Matu on Chaos. And then we get to Dota Underlords. 15 bullet points with elaboration, parentheses, correct capitalization. I wonder who wrote this sheet. Like, what Dude, I have been playing the shit out of this game. I'm not going to... I don't... Yeah, you love this game. I'm trying to think of the last time... This is something people don't realize. I don't grind games, especially for, like, ranks... Ever, yeah. I don't think I've ever done that before, and I did that for, for Underlords. So, uh, as you guys may or may not know, the open beta is now out, so you can get it for free. It's on mobile, which uh, on my phone runs great. I can't speak for anybody else. Uh, did you hear that, by the way? No. 
Okay. Is there a problem? You okay, buddy? No, that's just somebody driving by outside on a motorcycle or whatever. It was pretty oh, loud. I, was I thought you were trying to describe them. a fart or something. All right, so no. there are 200,000 oh, concurrent players right now. I would have aimed it at the mic. <laughs> I'm sure. Have you played it recently? I saw you play a couple games. What I played two on? games. My first game, I got third to last. Good. And good. my second game, I won. And then I was just like, oh. okay, I, I have conquered this game. I ranked up and I was oh. like, okay, I'll play it more. Great. It's fun. It's very similar to Auto Chess, of course, but I think some of the design choices they've made make makes it enjoyable uh, yeah. on a different level. I, I, I thought agree. it was nice to play. So they they so. came out with a a version of Ranked, um, which is for beta season zero. So right now, if you want to start from the worst to the best, it's Upstart, Grifter, Outlaw, Enforcer, Smuggler, Lieutenant, Boss, and Big Boss, and within each badge. There are five levels, okay? So if you're upstart, it's the it's kind of the anomaly of all of the the badges or the ranks. If you get six or higher, I believe is what they said, then you will start you will rank up. Um, and then the rest are top four. So yeah. I grinded the shit out of this game. I got big boss somehow, which is shocking to me. The meta as of this recording is very stale. It's mm-hmm. essentially there's two strategies you want to place in three maybe. Hunters is like number three right now. Uh, number two is assassins, which is probably the easiest one to do. Yep. You never you never win with assassins though. This is what I've learned. You actually never win. You get top three every time. I won with assassins. Okay. Well, we're not considering upstart, the noob bracket. Okay. <laughs> Excuse me. And then I number have really one. Really hidden MMR. <laughs> number one. Should should ask Valve about that one. Number one is Mage, though. They are ridiculously overpowered right now. Uh, but okay. there is a patch today that will fix a lot of this, in fact, uh, which we'll get to. So uh, some things that they'll be adding to the game in the future are a full scoreboard, which Auto Chess already has, uh, social features like scrolling through the map, hearing other players fight, and full chat. I think the hearing of other players is occurring today in today's patch. Uh, this one's interesting. Hero voiceover like voice acting that is unique to the game people are complaining that it there's no sound like it is kind of quiet in the game and there's no like voice voices for the heroes they're not just taking them from dota at all they're just doing brand new ones that's pretty cool right are they getting the same people though i would assume i mean i know voice act one of the guys died i don't know what heroes i was thinking i don't know who he did oh man i can't remember was it timber saw or something maybe Oh, I'm making I that. Can't up. I can't remember what Hiroshi did. Anyway, uh-huh. uh huh. But so that should be pretty cool whenever that comes out. And then, like I kind of alluded to, the balance patch that's coming today. There's a lot of stuff changed. Uh, Coddle's getting a bit nerfed. This is the coolest one that I'll bring up since I don't want to go through all of them. But uh-huh. dragons are the worst class right now. Mm-hmm. They're really bad. Uh, they kind of fix a little bit where in terms of positioning. But right now, knights. The closer you are to another knight. One square away, you get reduction of damage. So now you get that reduction, plus you get an additional reduction just for being a knight, which is interesting. So you can be alone and get damage reduction. Wait, weren't uh, you talking about dragons? I Well, knights, and then I'm going to get into dragons. I didn't oh, write okay. down the knights thing. Gotcha. But the dragon one is by far the most interesting because they're even worse than knights. It's part of knights, of course. You have to get dragon knight, Puck and Viper in order to activate uh, yep. the Dragon Alliance, which would give you 
a free spell essentially. So DK becomes dragon immediately, etc. Now yeah. it unlocks a special ability, and you only need two dragons. So Dragon Knight plus one essentially is what you would usually go for. And it gives you additional abilities. So Dragon Knight by default now comes with Breathe Fire as his normal spell, actually. He does not come with dragon form. Um, Puck comes with Phase Shift and Viper with Corrosive Skin. And when the dragon form activates, when you have two dragons, then you become a dragon immediately. You, uh, of course, already have the skills from Viper and Puck that are Illusory Orb and Viper Strike. So yeah. these are very interesting changes to, to dragons that I think sound super fun and I'm excited mm -hmm. to play. So, okay. And they're also changing boots. Boots are the worst uh, item in the game. I think before we before we do the next episode, I'm pretty sure I will have played a decent amount more because actually I kind of want to play it as like a chill game in the evening when I'm done playing Dota, when I just mm. want to relax and wind down. Uh, it's a great game uh, to switch off your brain to. You don't need to think that much. That's why you're a big boss in it. Um, so <laughs> fuck you. It, it's it's it, it's good. For me. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. It's for sure. I mean, it depends. <laughs> like if you catch on to the meta. Like, okay, the brain-dead strat is assassins. Like, it's so easy. You don't have to do anything. You just get assassins. I mean, that's what I did. I was like, oh, man, I just need to get nine assassins, level up, and I'm, I'm fine. And I just yeah. beat everyone. I mean, once you get easy. used to how you're supposed to do it, because I think that takes some getting used to. Once you get used to, like, what level you're supposed to be when you start rolling, then it gets, uh, gets interesting. But the last one I want to mm -hmm. mention, the feature that they're going to be adding at some point, apparently, because they've been taking a lot of advice from the community, is turbo mode experimentation. That sounds very interesting. Do you think games are too long currently? Um, I mean, how long are they generally? A game that goes far is more than half an hour, right? I yeah, it's probably like 40 minutes. Long games are like 40, 45, right? So sure. if that's anything to go by similar to Dota, we have plenty of games that go 40 to 45 minutes. And then people were celebrating turbo mode because it's really nice to just be able to play for 15 to 20 minutes. One of the problems that people had with Dota was that they d didn't always feel like they could commit to a game, but sometimes you have that little break in your everyday life where you mm. just want to chill with a little game and you just feel like, man, I wish I could play Dota, and then you can play the fast version. If this game has similar duration, I just think, I think part of the reason perhaps for Battle Royales as well, part of the reason they're successful is that it's so easy and quick to get that, you know that fix, if you want to call it that, that makes it sound like an, it's an addiction, you know, but you're playing games mm -hmm. for fun. And if you have this short, fun experience, that's nice. Like, then you had fun. Uh, so I, I just think having games that have a duration of around this 15 to 20 minutes seems really popular right now in gaming in general. Uh, people that want to play longer games or like delve into a universe or whatever, uh, I think there's plenty of other games for that, right? Like RPGs, uh, where you can develop a character over a long period of time and sit down when you have your weekend or whatever. Uh, but just for day-to-day, -day, those games are not that good, right? Like, you don't go in and play The Witcher 3 for 15 minutes. I, that's not... You I know, did You don't that. do that. I literally um, did yeah, that. Well, and then you quit because you hate it. That's a different story. <laughs> that's not the same thing. People that like that game don't find it rewarding to play for 15 minutes, for the most part. I would say that mm. that's at least my opinion with RPGs. You don't play it for 15 minutes a day. Oh, you want yeah. to play it longer. That's true. But Turbo Mode it, for a game like this is perfect because this is a, a game that has a finite duration. And when it's over, you played your build, you saw if it worked or not, you had fun, and then you're done. Uh, mm -hmm. And just, I, I'm just a big fan of having the option. Like, why not? It's, I think the biggest factor for that is 
the fact that it's on mobile. You don't want to hold your phone for 40 minutes. I can yeah, definitely that's understand that. another great that. point. Great point. You, you can play a game on the bus, right, or on the train. But yeah. if it's 40 minutes, ah, can I play a game of this? If it's yeah. 15, just get on the bus and play a game. Right? Have you tried so, it on your phone, by the way? No. I only played two games on PC so far. It's very smooth. Uh, oh, it, I heard it was it, lagging. Well, I think it depends on your phone. I have a good I have a Pixel 2, so it's good enough. Okay. It feels fine, and it's very fluid. And it's it's weird that I feel like there's almost no downside to playing that over the computer. The computer, the interface is a little bit easier for me because like when you're choosing heroes, for example, you can still see the board. That's the biggest difference in the UI. With the mm -hmm. phone, obviously, the heroes take up the whole freaking screen. But otherwise, I'm really impressed with the uh, like how it feels. Although I'd still rather play on a computer because <laughs> that's yeah, just I mean, what I do. Yeah, me too. Like I'm not going to be on my... Like I'm on my computer literally 12 hours a day. It's like I really don't have any time to actually use my phone for that kind of stuff. So I don't leave the house. Well, you know? when you take a dump, you could play a turbo. So, okay, I, that brings up an interesting... You know, this happened on stream, actually, believe it or not. Uh, Nikki, she always brings me some some food... And you know how I react to some food? And I was yep. in the middle of a Underlords game and I just had a diarrhea attack. That's what yeah. we call it in the in the business. So okay. I had to take my phone to the bathroom while I was streaming. I had to run to the bathroom and I continued my game. Wait, you and, can start a game on PC and continue it on your phone? Correct. And vice versa. That's awesome. And then I came that's back, great. I was still in the same game, and I transitioned back to the PC. The only downside, and this is for you, Valve, the only downside to this is my stream could not watch me playing while I was taking my dump. We need to implement mm. that feature. It's very important to have it running for those. on phone and PC at the same time. Like I can't I tried spectating while it was on my phone. I can't do that. Uh -huh. So please add that for people with irritable bowel syndrome. All right? Okay. You don't want to be I think, prejudiced I think you're against those people. think a big part of the market segment. So that <laughs> I sounds agree. like a priority fix. <laughs> I uh I know you're being sarcastic, but <laughs> I would love that, dude. That sounds great. Okay. Uh, on to the, the fun section, Cinder. And this is going to be a short episode, actually. Yeah. Uh, this is which... probably the first time in 10 episodes that we go below an hour like we were planning well, to. Well, we'll see. Start. We'll see how long you take on this. Do you want to go first or second on this one, by the way? I'll go second, I think. Okay. Are you sure? Because yours will be less interesting based on what you were telling me. <laughs> I mean, I'm fine I'll, with that. I can, no, we can close okay. on a low. All right, that's sounds cool. good. That's that's Cinderin's life in a nutshell. So, okay, uh, we wanted to talk about our five, or mine at least, five favorite movies of all time, and it's yeah. it's not like so. There's a di everybody has different rating systems and all that crap. I'm a big movie watcher. Uh, I'm not saying what are the five best made movies of all time, critically acclaimed, etc. I'm saying what are my five favorite movies that meant the most to me or you know that i enjoyed the most watching okay that's what it means mm -hmm. i had a hard time narrowing this down by the way apparently you couldn't even come up with five but that's another story so i have to give a special mention let me bring my list over here special mention to american beauty have you ever seen that movie yes i have it's my girlfriend's favorite movie actually wow okay so i have that as yeah. probably really number good. six yeah, it's, really, it's really good it it went off the top five once Kevin Spacey issues came in. 
Oh, I'm just I kidding. See. Yeah, no, she, that had, didn't, no that... she has the same dilemma, actually. Kind of. So he was he was my favorite actor. Actually, I was crushed by him becoming a, an absolute creep. But uh, either way, that's number six. So number mm-hmm. five, I have it's the only one in my top five list that has bad ratings on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh-huh. Actually, uh, it's with Steve Carell and Kira Knightley. It's called Seeking a Friend for the End of the World. Have you ever heard or seen of this movie? Never heard of it. It's really fucking good. Apparently, I, okay. I think the user reviews were very good, but the critic reviews were bad. But uh-huh. I've watched this several times. It is. It makes me cry, Cinder. Literally, I really love this movie. It's uh-huh. very good. I've never seen you cry. Actually, you haven't seen me cry either. So I why, guess... why would I have? When would this have? I happened? don't know. I, I'm. I don't know. You could have cried tears of joy, for example. No. That could have happened. No, you don't. I'm trying to remember the last time I ever cried tears. Real men don't have emotions. Okay. No, No. that's not true. Uh, It's really not true. So that's my number five. Number four is Interstellar. I think this is kind of one that everyone kind of knows about. I'm guessing you've seen it. Mm -hmm. Yes? I haven't seen it, but I know about it. What is wrong with you? Seriously. Watch good good movies, for God's sake, (laughs) Cinder. So Interstellar, Sorry. an amazing sci-fi movie. Uh, I like the real, like, I know there's some things that are not technically realistic, but in terms of sci-fi, I like the realistic kind, like The Martian, for example. Uh, like, things like Star Wars, Star Trek, depends on which movie it is, but they're okay. But, like, even mm-hmm. Marvel stuff, like, eh, I don't, I don't like it when it's super unrealistic, but that's just me. Okay. Number three, which is the one I'll probably talk about the most is one that I think is criminally underrated. Amazing reviews for it. It's called In Bruges. Have you ever seen it? No, I've it never has, even heard of that. I know. A lot, most people have not heard. So this is for Americans. I'm going to spell it out because I know a lot of people don't know what the heck that is. In is the word in. Yeah. Bruges is a city in Belgium. So B-R-U-G-E-S. It is such a God-tier fucking movie. I can't even begin to explain if you guys have heard of, like, there's a couple cult classics like Snatch or what's the other one? Uh, Lock, Stock, Smoking Barrel, whatever that movie's called, that people absolutely love those movies. It's similar to those, except 10 times better. It has the best dialogue of any movie. It's hilarious. And I hide this is the one of all my top five that I would highly recommend for everyone to watch because I think everyone will like oh, this movie. If, that, really if that's a good. parameter for your top five, we might actually share one, but we'll see. One, I don't think. So. Well, one maybe of your last this two might be shared with me. Yeah, we'll this see. next one probably is shared. Number two, uh, Matrix, the original. Oh, that was not. I have actually watched that. I was so young, I can't remember. I feel like I remember it being really good, but I only watched the first one, and I don't know when did that movie come out. Nineteen ninety nine, I think. I think I Something saw it on the year it came out, so I was nine years old. Like I, yeah. I just remember it being cool, you know. But you can't really appreciate movies to the same extent. But I remember walking out of the movie and being like, "What the fuck did I just watch?" That is, and it's probably the most disappointing series too, because number two and three just were god awful, like horrifically bad. Now, were they um, that much worse, or were you older? And no, they weren't so cool. They anymore? were, they were just that much worse. Like the okay. The, the directors were named the Wachowski brothers. I think one of them got a sex change, if not both, actually. So now they're the... Mm-hmm. Are they the Wachowski siblings? I don't even know how to... But anyway, they're... They make weird-ass movies. And if I look at their history of movies, I hate almost all of them, except for the original <laughs> Matrix and V for Vendetta. Those were amazing uh-huh. movies to me. Okay. Um, 
I assume most people have seen it. And then my number one is one that a lot of people might not like. Uh, it just meant a lot to me when I watched it. This was in college. I was living alone. It's called Garden State. Uh, it's like a... I don't a, know if that has... It's like a... I guess you can call it a coming-of-age movie, kind of. Uh, it's about like a, a guy that kind of breaks out of his shell, and that was kind of what I was doing in college, I guess. That's the my best explanation for why I love this movie. I think it's hilarious. I think it's really well done. Uh, it has Natalie Portman, Zach Braff. Uh -huh. uh, but Garden State is easily my favorite movie of all time. I've seen it like 15 times at least. Which okay. Have you seen a, a movie That's more than one time ever in your life, Cinder? <laughs> Uh, I think the most I've ever seen a movie might be two or three times. Wow. I think okay. maybe I've seen one movie three times. But All right, give me your list, bro. Okay, so I want to just quickly preface this with what you just said. Like, I don't, I don't really rewatch movies. Um, You're weird. And what, what that means is if I have a really good experience, which I have plenty of, I really get immersed in movies and I love watching movies. I'm not the kind of person that does it a lot but when i do watch a movie i do enjoy it it's not like mm. i don't do it because i only play video games or something um but because i don't really re-watch movies i can have had a great movie watching experience from i don't know n years ago and i will not remember the name of the movie anymore but i remember the feeling i had after watching it whether it was like being blown away or being emotional or you know this mm. kind of thing okay. so i have had plenty of good experiences but i don't remember <laughs> a lot of the names, but there's a couple that stand out. I will I will do them in reverse order, I guess. I will do my number one first because I remember watching this movie and I remember thinking to myself, this is the greatest movie I've ever seen and I don't mm -hmm. feel like it's been overtaken. And that's Pulp Fiction. And I thought you Ooh. were going to put that on your list because mm -hmm. the dialogue in that movie is fucking amazing. <clears throat> it I is. love it that is. movie. Very um, good movie. So that takes, that takes my number one for that reason. Then it's going to get a little more boring just because, again, it's it's off memory. Okay, I've seen movies, but it's about what I can remember. Uh, I really liked, especially at the time, Lord of the Rings, the first movie, probably takes my second place. I think it was the best of the three, probably. Okay. Uh, because I know for a lot of people, they think number two is the best because they're like, this 45-minute action sequence in Helm's Deep and whatnot is so amazing. I feel like it's the worst part of the whole series of all three movies was the wow. Helm's Deep fight. Because for me, when it comes to movies, I like story, I like character development, and I like, you know, yeah, those two things way more than I like And Best action. Picture went to the third one, interestingly enough. So Yeah, but basically, so when I watch scenes in movies, sometimes I'm like, okay, this is cool, but you could have told the same story in one third of the time. It's like we had this Game of Thrones episode this season. I'm not going to spoil too much in case people haven't watched it, but there's one episode that is so much fighting and so little character development, so little story. Mm -hmm. And I just, I watched this episode and I was like, it's really well done. I can see why it's artistic, but man, could we have followed some storylines instead of spending one hour on this? Like, could we have seen some more that you ended up cutting out? Yeah. Um, that's kind of my opinion. And that's what I felt about Lord of the Rings, where, for example, did you read the books? God, no. Okay. Uh, there's a character that I loved in the first book when I read it uh, called Tom Bombadil, and he never appears in the movies. And Wasn't he in the... He I, thought, some, I thought he was in The Hobbit. He, I read The Hobbit. Wasn't yeah, he, he's, the Hobbit? he plays a pretty... I don't remember if he's in there, but he plays a pretty significant role, actually, in the setup of the first uh, Lord of the Rings book. Mm -hmm. he's, he has a pretty big chapter and is a great character, but he he never gets introduced in the movie because in the grand scheme of things, he's not that important for how they get to the end goal but he's right. cool for the character development and it's just a funny chapter. But he got cut out. And that's the kind of thing where I'm like, could we have had this guy in the story and then cut out 20 minutes of Helden's Deep? I think it would have been better. 
Um, and then the third one, and I think people are going to hate me for this, and I don't think this is one of the three best movies I've watched, but the I remember being having a really, like being very emotional after it, which, which was kind of weird. Because um, when you think back on the movie, it was Avatar, and this movie was not what like the objectively. Fuck? Listen, listen, the movie what? objectively is not. It's not that good, right? The movie objectively is not that good, but okay. the experience of watching that 3D and mm-hmm. the way it worked for me in the that was the first like 3D experience I had where I felt okay, 3D really did something here because I've watched other things in three dimensions like you you know okay like. Yeah, there's a little bit here, but I actually in that experience for me personally, I thought it made a huge difference in my like immersion and how I felt emotionally it's connected, like you're, connected with the characters. You're but, taking your favorite movies and then combining your favorite experience in a theater despite the movie being I wouldn't say it's a god awful movie, but it's it's not mm-hmm. great. No, but but this real. is what I'm saying, right? The thing I remember afterwards is like the thing that I connect most with the movies rather than the quality of the movie itself is how I felt afterwards, right? Like that's what I'm saying because I have probably watched, I don't know how many movies that I would say objectively are better than Avatar, but they're mm-hmm. less memorable to me just because I didn't have that the same like type of experience with it. That doesn't mean I think it's the third best movie of all time. Like I'm not going to say that. Right. Because I so could, you, you if only I have could two somehow movies, retrace then. my memory, if I could retrace my memory, I could find 10 at least that I've watched that I would place above it, maybe 20, maybe 30. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't watched that ridiculously many movies in my life, but it's about whether I remember them or not. Because I, um, I still consider 3D a huge gimmick. I've never had a great... Ex- like, no, I don't, me, get, me I don't get motion like, sickness I, or anything, but like, I've never been like, eh, I'm not paying 10 extra dollars to go watch a movie in 3D. It feels like a so waste. Something, something I'm quickly going to do is I, I just... I want to give a couple of honorable mentions, but this is not off memory. I was like, okay, because I don't remember the names of movies, I'm going to go to the IMD top 250. I'm just Uh going to scroll down and see which ones I've watched and which ones I remember really liking. Okay. Shawshank Redemption. Is that still number one, by the way? uh, That is still number one on the list. I have not watched this movie. (laughs) What is wrong with you, dude? Dude, uh, you need to go on a movie fucking watching marathon. I know. Holy like shit. every time I talk to people about movies, they're like, wow, you haven't seen anything. I'm like, yeah, I've played Dota my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a that's nerd. Me. That's my mm. life. Um, so, okay. On this stuff that I really liked. Uh, actually, I don't know if this is on here. And again, I don't remember the exact name of it, but I had a phase where I was, we were doing some uh, film noir studying, I think, in, uh, in media and in high school. Mm-hmm. And I think there was one of them, but it, I don't think it's here on the list. But there was one of those movies. I think I watched three or four to write a paper in university, actually. Uh, and there was one that was really good, but I don't think it's here. Uh, the Departed is on this list. That was a okay. really good movie. It's good. Uh, definitely agree with that being up on top 100. Um, I mean, we have, I feel like Leonardo DiCaprio see. is a god, by the way. He like, is very, very good. He's in a lot of good uh, movies. Django Unchained was great. It's another... I was going to um, mention that, like... My favorite Tarant like I love Pulp Fiction, but my favorite favorite Tarantino movie is definitely Django Unchained. That's probably okay. a top ten for me. Really good movie. Yeah, that was really great. American Beauty, you already mentioned. That's also in here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to just mention one or two more, and then I'm done. Uh, I had Usual Suspects on with Kevin Spa- any Kevin Spacey movie. If you can get that creep stuff out of your head, it's really good. He's in a lot of good movies for sure. Uh oh, A Clockwork Orange. I've actually. Man, that's been forever since I saw that. I don't think I've ever seen that. that is that the, also very good? Is that the Jack Nicholson? Oh, I one? think this. I think I might have just found the one that I really like from the 1944 Double Indemnity. I think that's the one. Or how do you pronounce that? Indemnity or indemnity? Indemnity. It's called Dub- Double Indemnity. 
Yeah, that movie sure it's was not great. Double Jeopardy. Double Indemnity. That was very, I, very good. I have never heard of that movie. Uh, I think it's the most famous film noir. At least one of top three. Okay. I'm pretty sure. Interesting. Uh, I feel like there was one more I saw on the list that I missed now. Uh, I think it was also a Tarantino movie, but it was not Reservoir Dogs. Uh, Do you like chick flicks, Senator? Uh, you sound, a, you look like an okay. emotional guy. Like things like The Notebook. <laughs> The Notebook's great, great movie. But I, I really don't mind emotional movies. I get, I get really, how to say, I get really immersed yeah. in movies. So right. I can, watch The Notebook, I can, bro. It's a classic, great movie. Okay, I, I think your girlfriend think love it. Everybody's gonna fucking hate me for saying Avatar from just mem- from just the memory. <laughs> I remember, I remember very, very shitty. clearly. I remember very vividly actually how I felt driving home. And the best way I can put it into words, it's kind of weird. I was you very emotional. I was very emotional, which is weird because the, the movie, I mean, it's kind of emotional, but it's not like, you know, no, super not. like, but it was this feeling of, man, this world was so amazing. And now I'm disconnected from it. And I think the reason <laughs> I got so immersed was that the 3D worked as well as it did for me. So mm. I really felt like this universe is so fucking cool. It's like when you're in a video game and you fucking love it and then you... Right. Don't then you go away from the screen. You're like, man, I just want more of this game. I fucking love this game. That's how I felt about that universe. Not necessarily like the story, but just the the visuals and the universe there was just incredible for me. That's interesting. Um, so and you've never seen but that's it since. kind of that's kind of the only film that I have that with though. That's what's ha- interesting. Have you ever seen the movie again? Avatar. Yeah. No. <laughs> Although I've I've watched a little bit. I've watched a little bit of it again on. I think it was just <laughs> running on my roomie's TV at the time. I watched a little bit of it again. This is one of my favorite movies. I've never, I've only seen it once though, so I don't. I mean, it's any not details. one of my favorite movies. That's what I'm saying, right? I know. It's just, it's weird. But, but even I'm, my favorite movies, I just, I don't know. I, I don't know if that's weird. I can't be the only person in the world who's like, this movie was really fucking great, but I'm not gonna watch it again. Because like, when you watch it again, you'll be like, I've already seen this. That's my well, opinion. Okay, like, so I, yeah, there's plenty of movies where I'll watch it and I'll say, this is very good. I would never want to watch it again. But that also means it's not one of my favorite movies. If it's one of my favorite movies, I'm going to want to watch it Even if it's a masterpiece, I love Pulp Fiction. But it's like, if I want to sit down and watch a movie, I'd rather watch something I haven't seen before and get a new experience. But you don't even do that. You haven't movie. seen shit, Cinder. You just play Dota. <laughs> Get off your ass and well, it's not I guess true. you need to be on your ass. We and went watch to the movie. cinema and saw the Pokemon movie recently, and it was pretty good. <laughs> oh my god! All right, I I'm not gonna. I don't know anything about Pokemon. My girlfriend made me go watch it. It was actually it was good. It was, and the reason it was, it was good, good. It was, is because Ryan Reynolds makes everything good. He is a literal god. Okay, that guy is amazing in everything. Uh, he's good. But he's good the fact sure. that you've seen that over every movie that I mentioned in my top five, other than Matrix, makes me disgusted to the core. I just need to tell you that. Um, oh man, it's always so it's so funny how how to say how passionate people get about movies and how yeah, much they think course. other people are stupid or wrong. It's like they I are stupid. <laughs> so it's fine. It's great that you enjoy that movie. I come on. by the next time we talk, I want you to have watched In Bruges. I guarantee you, you will. I guarantee everyone will like this movie, and it's something that you may not have heard of before, which is partially because of the name. I would think. I don't know. Uh, but it's if you like good dialogue in movies and funny dialogue, it's it is really really fucking good. Anyway, actually, you know what? Since we're talking over, I mean, we've still got a little bit of time. Okay, we're not mm-hmm. even on an hour. Let's yes. Have do you like westerns? No. Okay, because there's two of the top hundred are actually westerns, or even very three, interesting. I think. 
No, I was curious if you liked it because I don't. I think it's something that people have, are very torn on, like how you rate these kind of things. So, well, what do you mean? Uh, no, there's no such thing as a western anymore. These are old movies. They don't yeah, come out. This one's from 19, 19, It's number thirty-seven on the list. Once upon a time in the West, nineteen sixty-eight. It's number that's, thirty-seven on the top. I 100. said that's an old movie, dude. Nineteen sixty. Yeah. yeah. I know. I asked you if you uh, like westerns, and then you're like, they're old. <laughs> that's not an argument for anything. I, I, what do you mean? All right. I'll admit to some I can't bias. like this because it's... Why didn't you say that with Double Indemnity? That's from the fucking 40s, dude. Because I never heard of it before. I've never seen that. I've okay. never... Like, I've never seen Citizen I was, I was Kane. Curious. Um, okay. I, I think something I bothers me with old movies. The way they talk really bothers me. They because talk like this. So they have very or... fake voice acting. Mm, it's just I very... See. I don't know. It's something I can never get over. But... Uh, yeah, and I, f- I feel like a lot of people it's that true, are younger though. than us it's don't want to, like, even The Matrix might be terrible to them at this stage. I don't know, mm-hmm. which is a little sad. But The question is, do you think actors got that much better, or is it just the style, like, the expectation of what a movie Both. should be like that changed? Both. Okay. I mean, there's so no way. you if you could take one of the most brilliant actors from the 40s and resurrect them, they could also be a star today? No, they'd suck ass. Or no. They would they'd be terrible, because they yeah. don't have the skill. That's what I think, think so, yeah. Okay. I mean, it's just That's like it's just like any sport. Think of Dota. You take somebody from TI One, Dendy from TI One. I guarantee you, you take that person. He plays now. He would beat a literal two K pub terrible player. Literally two yeah, K pub. Maybe exaggerated, but two point five K pub. Okay? <laughs> <Come> <laughs> whatever the whatever the MMR, it's low. Okay, they wouldn't be very good compared to back then. It's because of the progression, the evolution of skill and knowledge throughout the time, right? So you can say that for literally any craft, whether it be sports, yeah, esports, sure. or acting or whatever. Bagging groceries. I'm sure people are better at bagging groceries than they used to be as well. So uh, the only thing that ha- has not evolved is your watching ability of movies. Sounds like it's just been consistently god-awful. So you're going to have to work on that, my friend. Yeah. I, I, wish some, I wish I could somehow find out how many movies I've watched in my life compared to you. Like I would be genuinely curious. Yeah, I wish I had like what kept factor track of this. I mean, it's gonna be quite large. So how how much? Okay, ballpark me here. How often do you go to the cinema, or how how many movies do you watch a year? Like just ballpark. What do you think? Just not theater, just movies in general. Just movies in general. Let's how many new titles? Okay, or just movies you have not seen before? How many not seen? Oh, that's you, different. Non rewatch. Uh, let's see if I watch. Let's say on average one a week, maybe. So fifty-two. Let's say one new movie a week. I don't know if that's true. Holy shit! If you like, lately that's definitely not been true. But I feel like in college I was watching like a movie every single day, literally. Uh, I didn't do any studying, by the way. Stay in school, kids. Don't don't be oh, like. Oh, I just me. found Shutter Island on the list. That movie was also really good. <laughs> I love that movie. Yeah, I'm actually been meaning to rewatch when, it. Yeah, I I, f- I forgot the name of that. That's also really high up for me. That was great. But again, see, that's what I mean. Like, I didn't remember the name of the movie. I remember liking a movie that had that like story. And then if you try to explain, everyone's like, "Oh, it's Inception, right? No, it's the other one." <laughs> you know, well, Inception's also quite good. Yeah. So all right. Anyway, I don't think I've watched that one. I think we can we can wrap up this movie talk. Um, I, I think I could still I could mention a couple more movies that I haven't watched that would trigger you if you'd like. The okay, please. <laughs> you actually want it? I, dude, I, I could use a pick-me-up right now. You know, No, I think uh, next time 
do you watch tv shows a bit like God, for me okay is, so here's the deal do actually, we need to have a be, guest no, to listen, have a conversation is, about tv no, shows listen this is the thing i actually think this is the one reason this is the reason why you watch or the primary reason i don't watch that many movies is that for me it's a social thing i don't watch movies alone i, I never prefer sit down and watch watching a movie on it myself. alone I never sit down and watch a movie alone, and I never sit down and watch a TV series alone. So everything I watch is either going to the movies with my friends mm -hmm. or watching a series or a TV show or a movie on the couch with my girlfriend. So that is, I Why guess is that, that has a pretty big influence. I don't know. I just, if I'm alone and I want to entertain myself, I prefer to either watch streams on Twitch or play video games. That is my go-to. I have more of a desire to do that than sit down and watch a movie. That's just I how mean, it is. That doesn't you, mean I don't like movies. If I you go don't. to the theater, okay. you might as well be oh, alone, though, right? There I mean, is you're one not exception. talking to anybody during One exception. Movie. I always watch movies when I go on transatlantic flights. That's the only time I watch movies alone. And that's because so, I'm sat there and I need something to entertain myself with, right? So, so then I most of them. the movies you watch in the modern day are shitty-ass, cut-up movies on the plane. And when I say cut-up, I mean, like, I tried watching Logan, which is a very good movie, I thought. I tried watching it again on the plane. They cut out like all the violence. <laughs> it's like, I mean, it, all right, so it what's depends. the point of this movie? It depends what kind of movie you watch, I guess, because I think some of them, they edit a lot more than others, but yeah. largely... It also depends on the airline, what they edit. Of course, right? Like, but I love it when I'm watching a movie or a TV show and it has some naked woman and there's a literal five-year-old kid next to me. Like, how, <laughs> how is that a thing? Okay, so because because of what I said before that I don't care so much about like the perfect visuals with the exception that I mentioned that I've had, uh, to me, if the story is intact, I don't, I don't lose that much from watching a movie on the plane with earbuds compared to watching it in the cinema. It's still better, of course, to watch it in the cinema. There's more immersion. There's better, better image mm -hmm. or whatever. But I think I feel like I lose less than you probably do from watching a movie on a plane. So I, I don't think it's that terrible. Uh, and mean, a lot of the stuff I've watched have been pretty good, actually. It's not like necessarily... That's because you haven't watched anything. What do you mean? Of course. They're going to put only good movies on there. They're going to be slightly edited. And they're going to cater to people like you that literally don't watch movies. All right? You're making me very angry. You haven't seen good movies. <laughs> You're ruining your life, Cinderin. For Dude, God's I think sake. I, I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure plenty of the movies I've watched on planes you will actually like. Or think are good. Because I'm, I've I'm seen sure. most movies at this point. I've seen so many fucking movies. That doesn't mean you like them. I feel like I like most movies I watch. So this is the thing. After, uh -huh. it's just like eating lots of food, becoming really fat, right? You know what to avoid, okay? And if you have IBS like me, you know what foods to avoid, even though I still eat them anyway. I know what I'm getting into. With movies, it's kind of the same thing. I've watched so many movies, I pretty much, 98% of the time, know if I'm going to like a movie or not. So if I see a preview, I'm like, all right, 98% of the time, I will be correct whether I will like this movie. There's the occasional Dude, anomaly, we, but that's about can it. Can we just say that previews of movies have gone to shit compared to like 15 years ago? They they show way too much of the story. They always show way too much. What do you mean? They always uh, In the past, it has got a lot worse in the last like 10 to 15 years. I mean, I it, guarantee I guess you I'm not the only worse. one who will say this. I mean, yeah, I, I, I agree. Trailers, sure. are, trailers are pretty annoying. They, they, they give away the so whole much stuff. of this. My brother has, for the last 20 years, literally walks out of any room if there's a preview because he doesn't want it spoiled. And then he never yeah. watches the movie. He's like, what's the point, dude? <laughs> 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 Might as well just watch the trailer. That's like watching the movie these dude, days. Dude, so. I, I, should, I should meet that guy. I think we could really enjoy not watching movies together. <laughs> yeah, you guys have some great conversations. Anyway, yeah. uh, I want to have a TV show conversation, but it sounds like we need a guest in order to... <laughs>
actually have a conversation. You can listen to us uh, rave about yeah, great I mean, TV again, shows. The, the thing is, just I my sample size just isn't isn't going to match yours at all. I think some of the stuff that I've watched that you really liked, we can we'll probably agree on. You've just watched ten times as many, so I just can't. All right, and again, I'm out of, by next you're time, out of my league, man. You need to you need to watch that one movie and get back to me. Okay, I expect okay. a full review from. Everybody that's listening needs to have watched that movie by then. And you, Cinder, and I want to review next episode. Okay? Sound I'm good? not sure I'm going to watch it before next episode. Okay. Thanks. Thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Uh, yeah. You're welcome. All right. Thanks for I hope watching. we get a better guest next time. Thanks for listening. We, we are due to get a guest in general, aren't we? Uh, we'll figure yeah, that we out in due time. It's been 10 episodes now. This was the 10th episode. That's right. And, and we what an anniversary episode it was. Yeah. We talked about movies and how worthless you are at watching them. Anyway, <laughs> thanks for watching. <laughs> Thanks for listening, Stay guys. mad. Stay mad. Until next time, Suns fan and Cinderin signing out. Bye.